You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rick Schisler, Silver Fox Advisor, founder of OneBestConsult.com, and your host for the Weekly Business Hour. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's a beautiful day here in Conroe, Texas, Montgomery County. Hope it's that way where you are as well. Well, I want to tell you a bit about OneBestConsult.com. That's common sense mentoring available to you as a small business owner. I encourage you, if you get the opportunity today, if not tomorrow, visit the website, one, that's the number one, bestconsult.com. Also want to thank our sponsor, show sponsor, AllegraHR.com. That's A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com, AllegraHR.com. We've talked about it on the show from time to time. If you've got one or more employees, one to a thousand or more, then you've got human resources and you need to address those resources, not only in the hiring process, but also in the training process and the promotion of your employees and getting the best that you can from them each day. And then if it happens, the termination of those employees. These folks at Allegra are there to help you at all the way through from the first step of hiring all the way through. They're a great organization. They've got great information. And I encourage you, take a look at their website as well, Allegra, A-L-E-G-R-E, HR.com. I want to remind you as we start today's show that we're on Facebook, and I'd really encourage you, if you haven't already done it, to like us on Facebook. It's the Weekly Business Hour page, and I would set up an alert so that each week on Wednesday when the podcast of the show is posted, that you get an alert, and it says it's there. Go take a look at the synopsis. If you see someone or a topic that you'd like to hear more about, then listen to the show. Pick it up and listen to the show. So please, like us on Facebook, the Weekly Business Hour page. Well, we've got some guests in the studio today. First of all, we've got Joe Bordenaro. Got that out. Good, Joe. Joe's a great teacher, great individual here. He's the owner of Cypresswood Management LLC, and he's going to be talking to, to us about the hiring process, putting the right people in the right spot. Also joining us later in the community corner will be Terry Weaver. He's the founder of VEL. Veterans Entrepreneurs Leadership Institute. I'll get that out. That's Veterans Entrepreneur Leadership Institute. Terry's been with us before. This is a great nonprofit here in the Montgomery County area. He's going to talk about some of the wonderful things they have in a special event that's coming up. And I'll close out today's show with my one best consult tip of the week. How do I maintain growth? So I encourage you, sit back, grab your pad and pencil, and get ready to take notes as we talk about business right here on the Weekly Business Hour. And during our discussion today, if you have a question about something you heard on the show or a comment, or even after the show, if you've got a question about your own business, please send it to me. You can reach me in a couple ways. First of all, directly here at the station at Rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. Or if you'd rather, call me. Feel free to call me, 832-699-2132. I love to receive questions or points about not only the show, but about your business. And I'll do my best to give you my point of view on what your issue may be. Always remember in business, opportunities are right in front of you. So my encouragement all the time, everywhere is grab them. And remember the weekly business hour is where Montgomery County and businesses throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve your business, and to hear from some of our local business leaders on how they have found success right here in Montgomery County. And remember, you can find a podcast of the show on the Weekly Business Hour channel on YouTube as well. I mentioned Facebook earlier, but we're on YouTube. So if you'd like to watch the video cast of the show, go to YouTube, type in the Weekly Business Hour. Our channel will come up and you can watch today's show on this next Wednesday, or you can go back for up to two years and watch previous shows. Well, let's get going with the show today. Joe's been gracious enough to come in today, uh, injured himself over the weekend. He hobbled in here. Joe, I really appreciate Joe Bartonaro. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Well, thank you again for taking time to come in here and, and use that cane to get up here and in, in the, in the a little bit on the radio. Of course, maybe sitting in that chair is a, a welcome blessing based on your what you do on a day-to-day basis. Cypress Wood Management, 
the company you founded. Tell us, what's it all about? Well, I've had uh, the privilege of being in corporate uh, America for quite a few years, 25 plus, and also having my own business. I had a lube repair shop for quite a few years. And I really understand that there is an intersect between what corporate America does and what small business does. You know, so Cypresswood Management helps small business bringing in some of the tools and practices that larger corporate America does, um, more tailored for small business. Uh, some of that is management consulting, but I think we're going to talk more about today are personality assessments to help in the hiring and the coaching of employees. You know, you, you really hit a, a hard string with me or one of the things I foundationally believe in. One of the things I really believe in business, we have to stay educated. We've got to constantly stay connected and in our quote unquote spare time, stay in, in touch. And one of the things we can do is stay in touch with corporate America uh, a lot of small business people shake their head. Well, I don't want to be like the big companies out there. Well, they 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 do and have different things that they utilize that we can kind of bring them down, if you will, to small business. And they're really helpful. Some of the practices and some of the things they do can really help us in business. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the things about the assessments that has me excited uh, is that when I was corporate America, you, know, you spend two to $500 for an assessment, really invest time and money. And corporate America has a lot more resources. When I was in small business, you know, I really can't afford to spend that kind of money to help me with a part-time employee or someone who's just starting. Uh, so through Telexis, our partner, we're able to offer very low-cost assessments that help provide the right type of employee for a small business. And as you know, employees are the lifeblood of small business. So we really need to make sure that we're getting the right people because they're going to be interfacing with our customers. You know, you make a wonderful point again, to corporate America, the large corporations. And if, if you're listening and have never worked for a large company, you don't realize how really you're, you're at a disadvantage in small business that you can't afford certain things. I'm not going to say everything they do is great, but things like the right the process of finding and hiring the right person, I consider that one of the most critical things a business does. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and really the cost, I learned this quite a bit when I had my own business. Uh, you know, the cost of hiring somebody in, in a small business, you know, you're wearing a lot of hats. So looking for a person takes time away from your customer, training a person, and then finding out that they're not the right fit. So now you have to try to do some type of performance management, replace and start all over again. It's really time consuming. You know, one of the things I've found in my business practice, and I guess I was guilty of it when I had my businesses that I developed over a period of 20, 30 years, was that I sort of approached the hiring process with a negative state of mind because, oh, I just got to go hire somebody. And like you say, it takes away from what I'm really trying to do, work with clients, customers. I mean, so I need some tools really to help me get through this process and do a better job, don't I? Uh, absolutely. You know, and a lot of people do, they just don't realize it. And then another thing that happens is that you're not really an HR person. So you really don't know what to look for in an employee, what kind of questions and interview questions to ask, and really how to separate, you know, the good employees from the not so good employees, you know, and, and that's one of the other areas that you can get help with on assessments. You know, one of the things you talk about, and I think it's uh very important. It's, it's, and, and I guess my dad, who I worked with in a family business, first part of my career, talked about, you talk about job fit. Uh, he always called it square peg, round hole, round peg, round hole. He made it like a puzzle, I guess. And you're always looking for the right fit, the square peg and the square hole, which again, if you don't have a lot of experience and you've started a business, uh, it, it's difficult. Absolutely. And people don't realize it. You know, we're all who we are. You know, so, you know, things like uh, how much we need to be in control, how well we socialize, how quick we process information. Uh, but people don't understand that different jobs require a different blend or a different type of individual. And really, that's where the job fit comes in handy. And one example I use is how well a person follows rules. Uh, you know, you might have somebody that's very great at following rules, uh, but your particular company or business doesn't have any rules. So that person's not going to be a good employee for you because you need somebody that's going to be able to think out of the box and process information on your own. So something as simple as that, knowing whether the person will follow rules or not, will help you identify whether they're going to succeed in your business or not. You know, you bring up a critical point, too, as well. In fact, I somewhat address it uh, indirectly in my tip of the, of the week uh, that will be presented later on, is the fact that, a, in the, your example, someone who 
follows rules, that means they probably like rules, they feel comfortable. And if you've got a business that doesn't have rules, then you've done a square peg round hole kind of thing. So you're harming them because you're not bringing them into the right position. And they're going to harm you because they're not going to be able to perform very well. Absolutely. And when we test, we found that there's 10 different areas that are important, you know, and realize that uh, how well they do in those, uh, you know, really we gauge it at a scale of one to 10 because there's no good or bad. Uh, You know, a person is who they are. But the ability to have that person matched for the right job is what's important. And that's what job matching is all about. Right. And, and I think it's important people understand that it's not that someone's good or bad, uh, which is, it carries itself throughout life in many ways. And we're not talking about someone's history, whether they've gone to prison or done something bad or something like that. We're talking about their ability to do the job that you have and the right fit. Well, absolutely. I'll give another example. You know, when I had my lube repair shop. Uh, you look at a mechanic, uh, you know, and one of, the th- one of the things we test for is what we call attitude. How trusting is that individual? And you want a mechanic that's not very trusting because you want them to do due diligence. You want them to look and problem solve. But at the same time, you want your cashier to be very trusting. So depending on what role you're looking for, that's another area that, that makes a big difference on, on who would be a right fit. You know, that's, that's a great example. And I think the other thing that, that I learned by looking at what you do is personality testing or assessment, whatever you call it, it doesn't have to be complicated. In other words, as a business owner, I can read the results and understand it so that it works for me. Absolutely. And what we have uh, through, again, through Telexis, our partner, we have multiple different tests, you know. So we have one if you're looking to hire somebody, it'll tell you where the person fits within the range. It'll give you suggested interview questions to ask, um, but it might be someone you already have on board. So in that case, you know, what you want to do is be able to coach and help them uh, overcome the areas. And, and sometimes just making the employee aware of something helps them better at it. Yeah, you make a great point. Believe it or not, Joe, we're already to the end of our first segment. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you'll stay with us. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Joe a little bit more about the testing and some of the supplementary information that you can get from his business. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the second segment of today's show. We've been visiting with Joe Barnanero. Did it twice now. Joe got that name out good. Joe, I, we were talking when we went to break uh, about personality testing or personality assessments and the value, particularly to small businesses, because we're not, as small business owners, and I'm speaking based on my history as well, we're just not that well-educated, and we don't do a lot of hiring. We're not HR experts. These 
these type of tests can be very, very useful tools. Um, absolutely. You know, and one of the things that attracted me to Telexis, as I said, in corporate America, we use them. They were much more expensive. And they're really designed to give the higher level manager, uh, which in a small business case, you're not going to have that type of hire. You're going to be hiring part-time employees. Uh, a large part of it is going to be, can they do the job? Will they do the job? And can they be trusted? Uh, you know, so giving them a one-hour expensive test doesn't work. Uh, our test is 20 minutes long. Uh, it asks them a whole lot of interview questions. So make your time real easy. And it costs $29. Uh, so for $29, you can make sure you're getting an employee that you can trust. And that alone saves a lot of time as far as hiring the right guy or wrong person and then having to replace them. Which costs a lot of money. Well, let me ask you, my experience, some small business people balk at personality testing assessment. Why is that? Um, some people, uh, you know, haven't had the right exposure. Testing's been around for quite a while. Uh, you know, and, and one of the companies I used previously used tests that they developed in the 70s. Uh, a little complicated, a lot of math problems. Uh, and and you know, the bottom line is that when you get to results, some people don't agree with it. It's difficult to understand that maybe you yourself have some areas that you need to improve on. Uh, so they discredit it because they don't necessarily believe in results. One of the things that I tell people to do is have your spouse look at the results. They'll be much more open-ended, and they'll be much more realistic as to what your areas are for improvement and growth. You know, you make a wonderful point, and that's the thing is that you, again, it's, it's, it's hard for me to understand why people balk, particularly at the type of program that you offer. You know, the cost is extremely reasonable. The information is simple. It's not an hours-upon-hour test. It's just 20 minutes and looking for basic factors so that you can fit them in your business. Let me ask you this, as you go out into the world every day, you market your business. How do you market the, the testing and the services that you provide? Well, it really depends on the size of the company. In our case, we go from five employees to 500. You know, so a lot of the smaller employees, small business, ends up being through networking, uh, small business associations, you know, uh, things like that. Um, you know, larger companies, you know, it's more like uh, – either the general email marketing or just knocking on doors. And it's a lot of word of mouth, who you know, what you know. Uh, but the, really the focus on a small business is really uh, helping them, uh, you know, talking. You know, we ourselves met through a networking meeting, uh, and that's a big part of it. Uh, you know, another area is uh, Chamber of Commerce. You know, a lot of small businesses are involved with that. And for them, it's just really find the time to see what the product can do for you. And once they see that, then they're interested, and especially when they see the cost as well. You know, one of the things I recall, and you touched on it earlier about someone who uh, testing was developed in the 70s. And in my businesses, I use testing, uh, some cases skills testing, which today I believe skills are second to finding the right fit. I want the right fit for the person. We can train a lot of skills if someone has an aptitude for it. But the thing I found is that the consistency of the various types or brands, if you will, of testing, uh, like any product, there was good, bad, and ugly. And you, it's hard as a small business person to make time or to find the right product that will work because some of these tests just didn't work. And there's been a certain amount of negative publicity. There was in the 90s and the first part of the 2000s about some of them as well. Uh, how do you overcome that resistance to the fact that they don't work? Well, one of the things that I did that had me choose Telexis as a company is realize that their testing is next generational. You go back to the old, earlier testing, one of the math examples they'd give you is that you have a case. You know, older people like you and I know what a case is, but ask a younger person, is that a six-pack, a 12-pack, a 30-pack? They don't know. Uh, you know, another aspect of it is that with mathematical problems, uh, it's very easy to Google the right answer. Uh, also, you know, most of the younger generation use uh, uh, smartphones, you know, so you really need to have a test that's upgraded so that it take away a lot of the older ways of measuring, the older ways of doing math problems, go to more conceptual problems, and really have it so it's accurate based on the workforce that you have today and not the workforce that we had 40, 40 years ago. Yeah, you make an excellent point with that. That's interesting. Well, speaking of math and measuring, how do you measure success for yourself and your business? Well, well, for me, and the reason why I really wanted to start Cypress with management is uh, one of my personal mission statement goals is helping others be happy and successful. 
So that's one of the things that I wanted to do with Cypresswood Management. That's why assessments fit right in, is I want to be able to give back to the small community. As I said, I was a small business owner, was very much involved. I, I've been blessed to have a very successful corporate career. And now that I'm getting back to the, the later stages of my career, it's very important to me to want to give back and, and help others be successful as well. Well, it's a great way to do it, in my opinion. Challenges. I mean, every year there's different challenges for us in small business. And you kind of sit in what I call a catbird seat because you're out there working with small businesses in a very important area. What do you see as some of the big challenges right now for the small business out there that's trying to succeed and grow? Um, uh, to me, it's people, you know, finding the right employees, uh, you know, and, and uh, one of the things that, uh, especially in small business, is critically important is to realize that many of your employees, if not all of them, are touching a customer, you know. So as, as a business owner, you give your heart to the business. There's certain things you'll do and, and, and want to do and do it the right way, uh, but the employees don't always follow that. Just look at the news right now with what's happening with Starbucks. Uh, and what one employee did at one particular Starbucks in Philadelphia, having a major impact on the company. That's, that same thing happens in small businesses every day. And helping them overcome that is very important to success. You know, you make an excellent point there, because that news story to me is like many, it gets picked up and it just blows up. And, and, and the folks listening to this program are small business. They're not Starbucks, but you're right. These things happen when you have one customer push back or worse yet, as I found, the ones that don't push back, don't tell you, but they go on down the road because of something an employee did that just didn't fit the mold of good customer service. Uh, and another point you make, and I think small business people need to be aware of it, if you've got people in the back, so to speak, and they're actually touching customers, they may not talk to them, but how they package something or put something together, if you're building the, whatever, has a great impact because if the customer receives it, it doesn't work. Uh, you know, there's a problem already developing. Yeah, regardless of what your business is, the customer is paying for a complete experience. You know, so it's not only uh, the, the quality of checkout, it's the quality of service, it's the price. You know, it's the kind of uh, touch points, uh, however many touch points they have, they measure each and every one. So it's very important to realize that your employees do touch the customer, uh, maybe not as much as you do, uh, but they certainly do. Now, that's, that's a very important point, one that's near and dear to my heart, working with my clients and trying to train that workforce and build a culture, if you will, that realizing that it's a group effort. It happens every minute of every day in some way or somehow. Well, let me ask you, you're here in Montgomery County. Uh, what do you think about our business uh, in Montgomery County? What do you think about the opportunities and, and so on and so forth that are afforded you, and why did you come to Montgomery County? Um, I'm actually, I'm excited about the growth I'm seeing, uh, you know, uh, having lived in Harris County for quite a while, uh, you know, and, and seeing things migrate north, uh, you know, everybody's going to Conroe and, and, and Tomball and, and Livingston. Uh, it, it's just a great area, uh, you know, and as Houston continues to sprawl, I really do think that there's a lot of opportunity and I think it's going to be led by small businesses that you see popping up all over the place and how well they succeed. You know, for, for me, there's nothing worse than seeing a new strip mall, uh, watching people move in, and then a few months later, having new people moving in. That means somebody's dream wasn't able to be achieved because they weren't able to succeed. Well, you make a great point on that. And, and talking about that, I mean, you're in an industry, and you've already touched on it. 40 years ago, what worked doesn't work today. But I sense uh, most industries today, or at least they keep telling us, are going to go through tremendous changes over the next two, three, five, ten years. What do you see happening in the in the personality testing assessment business that will change? Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, I think the, yeah, the, the, the assessment has to follow the workforce. And if you have younger people, more millennials, you know, you have to really understand that the uh, way a millennial is wired is very different than someone that was born in the 50s and 60s. So you have to test for those types of things. And having a test that's updated regularly is very important. And having a mechanism of providing that test uh, over a phone is very important as well. You know, that's interesting, the technology of, of being remote and testing, even interviewing. Of course, those are typically big corporate ideas, right? Mm -hmm. But they're making their way down to us in small business, I think. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. As you, uh, you see the change in your industry, obviously important to keep up with the vendors that are 
making those changes to provide you with the material and the products to, to sell. Uh, what is the biggest challenge to you, though, in your business or some of the challenges, if you will, on a day-to-day basis? What's your What's your big challenge? Well, for me, a lot of it is uh, when I'm talking to management, small business, you know, how you have a hands-on owner that's doing a lot of things. Uh, and it, I call it the been there, done that syndrome. Yeah, I tried that 20 years ago. It didn't work, so I'm never going to try it again. Uh, you know, and you know that person's busy, but you really have to get past that and get them to understand that, hey, you have a problem. I can help you with the problem. I just need you to be open enough to hear what I have to show you. And just because you tried something that you think is like this 20 years ago, doesn't mean that this is the same, nor does it mean that just because it didn't work then that it won't work now. Yeah, you make a great point. And I would encourage anybody who's a listener to take a look at this idea of personality testing and assessments, because again, use properly. And I remember the training I went through 40 years ago, which there were tests available at that time. Uh, One of the lecture series I went to, the speaker for a whole day, said the way to use testing was go through your interview process and so on and so forth, which he always recommended two or more people interview a candidate to get different points of view. But he says what the test will will not tell you everything you need to know, but it should confirm what you've already gathered. Use it as a way to check off what you've gathered through your questioning and background check, whatever. And and that's how we were trained to use it. In other words, it was not a magic wand that's going to say, oh, this is the right person, select them. It was to confirm what you picked up in the entire interview process. Sure, it's like that uh, iceberg example. You know, when you have the interview process, you can see how well the person answers questions. You get a little bit of their background or appearance. Uh, but what do you really know about that person deep inside? How well do they follow rules? How did it get together with, uh, how did they get along with others? You know, how quickly did they learn? And, uh, you know, those are all things uh, that will impact that employee success. After all, most of the people we hire, we hire based on their skills. Most of the people we fire, we, we end up firing them based on their behavior. So the more you know about the person's behavior, the better you can do of getting a long-term employee. Well, Joe, I can't thank you enough. Again, I know you were suffered an injury this weekend. You literally came into the studio with a cane on your way to see the doctor. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you and talk about this important area in success of a business, what's the best way for them to do it? Um, well, you can see our website. It's cypresswoodmanagement.com. Uh, or you can call me. Uh, my phone number is 281 Five four one six nine six four, or email. It's Joe at cypresswoodmanagement.com. Uh, happy to go over. We have sample assessments. We have a full range from the $29 I mentioned up to a full 360 that if you have a larger business, you may be interested in doing that. Uh, so we also offer free assessments. If, if it's something that you want to see, uh, test drive for yourself, we're very happy to do that. Well, thank you again. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to our bottom of the hour break. and we come back, We're going to be in the community corner with our friend Terry Weaver. Terry's the founder of the Veterans Entrepreneur Leadership Institute, and he's got some exciting information and upcoming event to share with us. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281 620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Do you want to know what's going on in Conroe? Tune in to Keeping Up With Conroe. Keeping Up With Conroe will highlight upcoming events and local businesses in the area. Keeping Up With Conroe will air the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. and will be hosted by the Conroe CVB staff. Keeping Up With Conroe will highlight Conroe's amazing attractions for residents and visitors. So tune in to Keeping Up With Conroe and join the staff of the Conroe CVB every month on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information about Keeping Up With Conroe and the Conroe CVB, go to visitconroe.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station. 
with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, Silver Fox Advisor, founder of One Best Consult, and the host of the Weekly Business Hour. Thank you for being with us today, and I want to mention before we get started in our next segment, AllegraHR.com. AllegraHR.com is gracious enough to be our show host, and I really appreciate them doing it. If you have one, five, 10, 50, 500, or 1,000 employees, you have human resources, and the best place I know to get help with human resources, AllegraHR.com. encourage you, check that website out. Get the kind of help you need, the assistance, and most particularly, the guidance you need in developing a strong, successful workforce, AllegraHR.com. Well, we're in the community corner, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. We've got Terry Weaver in the studio with us. Terry's the founder of the Veterans Entrepreneur Leadership Institute. You know, Terry, that sounds real official, doesn't it? It's actually a VEL Institute, but those initials stand for Veterans, Entrepreneurs, and Leaders. Yeah, it is. It is official. Well, it is official, and you've done a wonderful job. i got to tell folks, you've been at this, what, about six months? Full-time. Full-time, right. Full-time for about four years. Yeah, he's he built up an, a wonderful organization. We're going to talk about it a little bit today. But most importantly, we're going to talk about some of the wonderful things they've got coming up, some of the training programs, events, and so on and so forth. But I'd like to start, Terry, you mentioned that you'd like to share a quick story about that happened during your time of service in Iraq. Please go with it. Yeah, it was um, <clears throat> 2003 and we were traveling towards Baghdad and we had a layover, believe it or not. We were parked on the side of the road. It was one of those uh, quintessential hurry up and wait moments, if you've ever heard of that. <laughs> and we didn't know what was going on. So a friend of mine came up to me and I thought it was the wildest idea ever. He said, hey, Terry, let's go on a humanitarian mission. Him and I were both corpsmen, so we were responsible for taking care of the Marines. He said, let's go to a nearby village and help some Iraqis who have been displaced. I thought, well, what do we have to lose? We're sitting here waiting. We headed over to that village. As soon as we showed up, a swarm of people came around us, and they needed help. Their, their doctors and, and nurses were gone. Their infrastructure was gone. So we proceeded, proceeded to treat them and diagnose them and there was one man that I remember, he came up to us and he had a dog bite on his leg and it was bad. He had lost probably 20 or 30 pounds. We helped him that day. We debrided his wound. We gave him antibiotics, uh, gave him medication for the next two weeks. And the way that that man thanked us and hugged us and through his broken English said, hey, uh, I really thank you for, you know, who knows if we saved his life. But that created a moment in time where my life was marked forever. I'll, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. And it was one of those incredible moments that changes you. So what we've done with Vell is try to recreate these moments where people's lives can be marked forever. And we do that by serving. We have some incredible uh, entrepreneurs and leaders who come in and serve at Vell Institute, and they have an opportunity to, to affect people's lives forever. And then the people that show up for our programs, their lives can be changed by this content that we're producing, these leadership training programs, these keynotes. We have a, a keynote that's sold out, and I want to say thanks to you guys. You helped us promote uh, Vell Institute, and we've uh, sold out our keynote that's coming up on April 26th with Gordy Bunch. Huge success, so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Well, let me ask you, because we talked about your keynote uh, on one of our uh, news items on a previous show. Why are these keynote uh, events so important to your organization? Well, they're important because of the people who we have come in and speak. So we've had, we've had leadership experts, but we really like to go after these guys who have built incredible businesses, who are also leaders and, and, and quite possibly who have served in the military. Gordy Bunch has done all three. We've also had Bob Milner on the, uh, as our keynote speaker before. He's built an incredible business. He's a veteran and he's an entrepreneur. Um, do we just the 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 caliber of speakers that we have come in can they can really talk from multiple angles they can draw multiple segments of people and they they come up with some some awesome content well you know uh bob milner i know i've not met gordy but i know gordy's story i mean so the listeners understand these folks have wonderful stories and if nothing else 
they're great encouragement. Uh, they are encouragers. I mean, what they've been able to do, and I'm sure being a vet and serving uh, is part of who they are and help them get where they are today. But those two individuals, and I'm sure there are more in the area, uh, are just great role models for building a great business and show that really anyone with the right ingredients and the right will and desire and so on and so forth can really do some wonderful things. So I applaud you for bringing those people on the stage, so to speak, so that folks can attend and get that encouragement. Kind of a great show and tell, in my opinion. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate that. Well, you've got some other things going on. I mean, you, you've sold that event out, uh, and it's a great opportunity, again, for people in the community, business people, or those thinking of going in business to hear firsthand what's going on. But you've got some other things going on. You've got a podcast launching. Talk about that. Yeah, we have a podcast that launches this Wednesday. All the details are on our website, velinstitute.org. Um, we're gonna we're, we're focused on capturing stories from veterans, entrepreneurs, and leaders, and really stories that are inspiring. So uh, our first podcast, we, we went out and interviewed uh, Scott Wells. He's an innovator in fitness who's in this area. He's been uh, innovating in fitness for the past 12 years, and the guy has just got an incredible story. The why behind what he does is outstanding. Anybody that, that uh, finds our podcast and listens to it, they're going to be inspired. So this is part of an effort, again, to inspire people who are either starting a business or thinking about a business or even, I guess, looking for a job. Uh, if I'm a veteran, because we know some veterans are, are challenged, uh, roadblocks, whatever it might be. Uh, at least that's the stories I hear. And your effort is to try to break down some of those barriers, but also to better equip these people. That's so right. they can really take on that job or that new business opportunity. And, and just a note, all of our programs include veterans, but also entrepreneurs and leaders who haven't been veterans. So we really get to connect vets and encourage them and help them develop. Well, I think it's a wonderful thing, as I've said before. Now, you've got some leadership training coming up, which I think is a critical part of what you do as an organization. Talk to us about that. We've been holding our integrated leaders program for the past three years. The demand for it has gotten so great that we had to split it. So now what we're doing is we're holding one, an integrated leaders program that's focused on leadership and one that's focused on personal growth. Our leadership development program is led by Bob Koenig. He's a fantastic leader. He's been doing leadership development for the past 30 years. Uh, he's from Andrew Coaching. Um, just, man, just a servant. He's a real good guy. And he's led that program for the past three years. I've been a part of it. I've learned so much from it. Now we're going to split off and we're going to do a personal growth uh, program, which I'm going to lead. And we're going to be, uh, we're going to be uh, reading and discussing a book called um, uh, Developing the Leader Within You. So it, it's, it's a fantastic program. It's our most successful program. We have one that launches on Monday night, the 14th. Of May, we also have one that launches on on Tuesday night, the fifteenth of May. They're seven week programs. They last for an hour every Monday night, seven weeks consecutively. Now that's one of each program you're going to launch, one that you're going to lead, and one that Bob's going to lead. That's correct. You know, and one of the things I would encourage people to do, if you're interested, for an hour a week. I mean, that's a minimal type of of, of time to take out to do this. Is to go look on the website. Some of the people that will be teaching on these Monday nights, the different people you've lined up, a fantastic talented group of individuals. I'm, I'm even more excited about our entrepreneurship program. We've been, uh, we've been developing veterans, entrepreneurs, and leaders for the past three and a half years. We have wanted to start a business startup course for the past two and a half years, and we're finally launching one. And we've got an incredible lineup of instructors. The course is called Startup and Business Essentials. It's really designed for somebody who wants to start a business or who's already started a business that wants to make sure they're doing things right. So we're going to be teaching financial structures, uh, financial literacy, leadership development, uh, um, strategy, sales and marketing. Uh, we've got seven individual courses lined up. And because we're a nonprofit, we can do this for a very reasonable course fee. And how much is that? It's $195 for seven weeks. Uh, the sessions are an hour and a half long. And they're all taught by proven entrepreneurs from our community. These are guys like Bob Milner. Um, we've got Bob Koenig teaching a session. We've got John Zagordas, who's a local attorney, teaching a session. Uh, we've got Barry Blanton teaching our financial literacy course. These, these are well-known, very successful people. 
Yeah, and that was the one I was a little confused. I don't want to confuse our listeners. That's where you've got these multi. Every Monday night, you get a different speaker. That's correct. And I know people like, again, I've already mentioned Bob Milder's been on the show. Barry Blanton's been on the show. These are top-notch people in their field, at least from my perspective. And so the encouragement to get to spend an hour a week with people of this caliber and to hear their points of view, I mean, it is more than worth the price of admission. That's right. And there, the the entrepreneurship course is actually an hour and a half every Monday for seven weeks. And what's neat about these guys is they're specialists in what they're teaching, but they're also servant leaders. So they're there to give. They're there to serve. And they're they're also specialists. Well, I think it's a neat, neat thing you're doing. Now, you've got, a, again, all of these classes, all of this, a lot of work. How do you pull this off? Well, um, it's only because of the people who have gotten involved. These people are dynamic, guys like Bob Milner. Milner we recently uh, got Judge Mack to agree to come out and help us. Uh, put on an event. So th- these guys really are making the difference for us. They want to serve. Also, there's a, we, I've got two co-founders who do a ton. We've got a board of directors. We also have Vell ambassadors. So it's a team effort. It's a team effort. Well, you've built quite an organization. It sounds like a lot of moving pieces and a lot of volunteers are helping you on a regular basis. I'm fortunate that we get to work in our passion. Well, let me ask you a quick question. I, I uh, happen to be blessed to mentor a couple of nonprofit business roundtables here in the Montgomery County area. And our topic this month happens to be volunteers. Quick and easy, 30 seconds. How do I get these volunteers? You know what I think um, what you need to do is send out a personal request. So if you have somebody in mind or a position in mind, you just need to tap somebody on the shoulder and say, I have this on this date. Can you help me? And people respond. If you're talking to the right people and they want to serve and lead, they'll, they'll help you out. Well, you've been able to attract a lot of wonderful people. Talk to us as we wind down the last minute or so that we have, what's important about what you're doing? I mean, it's it's obvious in one way, but in other ways, maybe not so obvious. Thank you for asking that question. I think there's a really uh, narrative, the narrative around veteran right now is, is skewed. It's skewed because of the media and because of PTSD. The fact is, though, veterans are strong, they're resilient, and they've gone through challenges in the military that they've overcome time and time again. So their ability to get out and lead and teach and really kind of evolve themselves, lead others, it's an incredible uh, ability that they have. So that's what we believe in vets. And I think that's why it's valuable to connect them to our community leaders and entrepreneurs. And that's why they make good leaders and entrepreneurs themselves. Well, I think you make a wonderful point in the fact that you're giving them that bridge of that training of leadership, entrepreneurship, so on and so forth. So you're giving them skills in a sense beyond their natural ability and what they learned uh, while in service to our country. Terry, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for bringing your message back to us. Uh, The Community Corner needs more and more people like you. We've got a great community, a great nonprofit community, as I've learned. So thank you and good luck to you. If people want to check you out, where to do that? They can find us on uh, Facebook, Facebook forward slash Vell Institute, or they can go on our website, which is the best place to find out program information. That's vellinstitute.org. That's V-E-L, I like to spell things out, institute. So it's V-E-L institute.org. Yes, thank you for that. Well, thank you for being with us again. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a time out, our last break for this week. When we come back, I'm going to offer you my tip of the week. Uh, Hopefully it'll help help you. How do I maintain growth in my business? So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity 
to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio presents the Lone Star Radio Troupe. This talented cast will perform radio plays right here in the Lone Star Studios located in downtown Conroe. There will be a new performance every first Sunday of the month. And if you miss the broadcast, just go to Lone Star Community Radio's podcast or YouTube anytime during that month. Go to our LoneStar.com archives to find the Lone Star Radio Troops' latest play that's available. This is Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's 104.5 FM and 106.1 FM community station. Find us on the web at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is a supporter to the performing arts in Montgomery County, Texas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the final segment of the Weekly Business Hour, and I am Rick Schistler, your host. This is part of the show where I try to give you a tip of the week that I hope can help you perhaps in your business today. We've been talking about growth a lot lately, about uh, how you grow your business from day one. A lot of folks just open the doors. They put a sign up or they put an ad in the paper. They uh, put a website up if they're into e-commerce or just in general today, we all have websites, Facebook page, maybe YouTube channel, record a couple of videos and they say, I'm in business. Uh, But that's not really what it takes, depending on what you want to do as far as your success. And I'm going to start with that point first. All of this is based on what you individually are looking to do with your business as far as growing the business. I recognize and respect that some people just want to reach a certain point. They want to have a job. My dad was always fond of saying, well, a lot of small business people, it's a job. They enjoy being in charge of their life. They have a business, they make an income, and they're happy. They don't really think about growth. On the other hand, today, we have people, we call them entrepreneurs. That word has worked its way in to our society and our discussion of business, they want to build businesses. And that's what we, you know, and keep building. And they have great growth models that they want to build. Some of them have names that we recognize like Facebook, but there are thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions of those that we never hear about, but they're on great growth trajectories. And that's what I really want to talk about is maintaining the growth of your business based on your plan. What is it? Where do you want your business to grow? How fast, how far? And again, I believe that is an individual decision. So it's great to have models that we model our businesses after, but first make sure that that is your model and it works for you. You know, how do I maintain growth? And I wrote a blog last week about it. To me, that's what I call a magical question. How do I maintain it? Because uh, there are lots of answers. Uh, I mentioned in my blog, I, I had a law professor, criminal law professor, and he was famous uh, for asking a question, and then people would uh, kind of stare because he was fairly intimidating, like uh, law professors are or can be, and and his comment was, you say. You say what the answer is. You say, and again, this goes back to my original point. You say how you maintain growth. Yes, I'll give you some ideas, but it's your growth how you want. And the first thing I always tell people is you need to commit to your growth model. And that sounds very simple on its face, but you really have to commit based on your feeling to what is going to happen every day. It's a very disciplined thing. So many of us, and I'll raise my hand in some instances, we're not very disciplined. We don't follow that routine every day, whatever that routine may be. And there's a routine, if you will, or a process for growth. So you've got to make a commitment to your level, your targets, your goals of growth. That's the first thing. Secondly, I believe you need to have a system of measurement. You need to measure your business as it grows. You need to make sure that you have some interim targets or what I refer to as benchmarks. In other words, I want in year one to get here. I want this month, this quarter, wherever you set these goals, minimum levels that you want to reach to show to yourself, perhaps to a bank if they've lent you money, perhaps to investors if people invest, whoever but you want to show that your business is growing. And these measurements can be as simple as your revenue. 
Uh, they can be sales of particular products, unit sales. There's all kinds of measurements out there, and you need to select the ones that best fit your business, the ones you can understand, and really importantly, that you can set up that are easy to follow, easy to track, and that when you get the numbers, you can turn around and easily explain them to those other people I mentioned that might have a stake in what's happening to your business. And thirdly, and probably the most obvious, is you've got to have all the ingredients or resources in hand that you need to successfully grow your business. I mean, first of all, you have to have products, services, whatever business you're in that are relevant to your clients, to your customers. They have value, okay? If you come into a market and you say, well, I'm going to sell the most expensive widget, and the market really isn't looking for the most expensive, it's looking for the cheapest widget. And now you've come into a market and you're on the wrong side of that stick, so to speak. Make sure that what you offer has value to your customers. And a lot of times in business, I found we try to be instinctive about it. And I don't think that's really the right way to do it. You need to do a little research. You need to talk to some people and make sure there's a place in the marketplace for what you're offering. There are a lot of other things about having the right people in the right positions. We talked to Joe Bartonero about that earlier. Uh, you've got to seek constant improvement. And the list goes on and on and on. But I think if you have that commitment, you have the measurement, and you have all the ingredients and resources, then you can and will maintain the growth you're looking for. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that you have found the information provided by myself, our guest, helpful, and I hope that it will help you build a bigger, better business for you. Remember, you too can sponsor the Weekly Business Hour. Very simple. Just contact me. Rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com for details. And you can look for the podcast of the show, as I mentioned earlier. We're on Facebook on the Weekly Business Hour page. Or you, if you want to look at the video cast, go to YouTube and find the Weekly Business Hour channel. Lots of other social media sites were out there that will be posted on Wednesday of this week. So take a look. If there's something you heard and you want to re-listen, then it's there for your enjoyment. Also, I want to thank you for to joining us at the show live today. And remember, stay in touch with what's happening here in Montgomery County. It's real easy. Just stay in touch with Lone Star Community Radio. Lots of information on their website, and I encourage you to check it out at IRLoneStar.com. Stay in touch with our community. It's a great place to be, a great place to live, and a really great place to have a business. So I encourage you, until next week, stay engaged. And most importantly, keep a focus on what counts in your business. Thank you. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.